Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for December the 15th. In the year of our Lord, 2021, this is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. One of the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Man, we got two hours of barn burner, hard-hitting talk radio straight ahead. First to recap yesterday's show, we talked about carbon neutral versus net zero. What's the difference, you may ask? Uh, Not a whole lot, just games. Carbon neutral means purchasing carbon reduction credits equivalent to emissions released Without the need for emissions reductions to really take place, you just simply buy credits and offset it, and there you have it. What does net zero mean? They say it means reducing emissions in line with latest climate science and then balancing remaining residual emissions through carbon removal credits. So one says we just buy the credits and we're good. The other one says, hey, we try to reduce emissions in line with latest science, and then we, hey, buy the rest of the way out with credits and it kind of makes me think of, you know, can I buy my way out of sins? Can I buy my way out of neutral credits? <laughs> anyway, the bottom line is this whole environmental issue is a scam. Net zero, ladies and gentlemen, is a step further. But it doesn't mean anything still. Let me explain to you why. There has been no standardized way to trade carbon credits. And no way to verify the, quote, compensating activity behind the credits. So there's no standard way to know if you're even trading credits to make sure that it's, you know, fair dollar for dollar. But there's also no way to confirm that once you pay for your offset, there's no way to confirm that that money goes to offset and that the offset's literally comparable either. There's no way to verify any of that behind the scenes. You say, what is carbon pricing? Well, the answer is they're lying to you. It's really a carbon tax. A carbon tax directly sets a price on carbon by defining an explicit tax rate on GHG emissions. So again, they're just arbitrarily setting whatever they think the offset should be. The offset is going to go up and up and up over time. It's going to be more stringent over time. Overlords, government bureaucrats are the ones that set all this stuff. It's a huge lie, ladies and gentlemen. The lie that we've been told about recycling fits into this very sadly huge lie. Reduce, reuse, recycle. It's a big old lie, ladies and gentlemen. Believe it or not, it's a difficult implementation as Discover Magazine reported and pointed out, believe it or not, over a decade ago. Recycling is tricky business indeed. A 2010 Columbian University study found that just 60% of the plastic collected by the New York Department of Sanitation 
was recyclable. Only 60%. So you divide it up in your cans and they ignore over 60% of it. But then the New York Times ran a story back in 2019 detailing how hundreds of cities across the United States are abandoning recycling efforts. Why? Because they admit finally they don't work, that it's a big lie, that all they do is put it in the landfill. And the American people are paying more money and going to all this work for literally nothing. Has recycling always been an illusion? How long? The answer is from the very beginning. It's been a scam. Yeah, that was our one of Liberty Roundtable Live. <laughs> wow, huh? Hour two, we were on Brighty on TV, the Sheriff Mack show simulcasting with Liberty Roundtable Live. And we had on Eric Mutsos, a former Salt Lake City police officer. He now travels the country promoting God, family, and country mobilizing communities to stand for the Constitution, ericmutsos.com, if you want to learn more. And we talked about if you text the word liberty to 888-210-6260, then you'll get your copy of his premier documentary film. It's called Non-Essential. Great, great documentary, by the way, from Eric Mutsos. We also talked about Eric's book, Dispatched, Conscience or Conformity, the real-life best-selling true story of how he got uh, shanghaied as a cop and fired because he wouldn't promote the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender agenda as a cop. He said, I'll protect gays and lesbians. They're people too, but I will not lead the parade on my motorcycle. I will not do it. They fired him. He tells the tale today. It happened over seven years ago. But it's a riveting story even now and has more relevance and more poignance every day as they foist tyranny on, sadly, an unsuspecting population. That's why the Eric Mutsos warning and film. What is non-essential, huh? We also talked about the Utah Business Revival Organization that he started. Businesses doing business with patriots all over the country. Uh, and he also has his own small business, FreedomBlends.com, selling herbs and health supplements. We finished up by talking about jab-loving politicians also own Big Pharma stock, more evidence reveals. And we finished up by talking about a fantastic story about a guy by the name of Jim Finch. Who is he? Well, he's a good old dude. He doesn't own a restaurant. He's just a nice guy. And he realized that in Kentucky, they're really melting down without electricity, without food, without uh, because of the storms. And so Jim simply loads up his truck full of meat and loads up his barbecue grill and he drove a truckload of food and his grill to Kentucky. His goal, to cook food for citizens who don't have it because of these storms. When asked why he did it, he said, because it had to be done. All I can tell you is we need heroes like Jim Finch across the country. Merry Christmas as the Christmas season kicks off. Merry Christmas uh, to all of you. With that, that's a recap of yesterday's broadcast. The first hour available at LibertyRoundTable.com and LovingLiberty.net. The second hour is only available this time at Brideon.tv. We can get a good recording of it. We put the simulcast audio on Liberty Roundtable and video on Brideon. But in this case, it's only video on Brideon.tv. But check out the archives. They are available now. Without further ado, we'd like to welcome back James Edwards to the broadcast. Well-known talk show host in his own right. His radio program every Saturday night live. And every time your heart desires, you can 
listen to the broadcast at thepoliticalcesspool.org. James is also an author of the book called Racism, Schmacism, documenting that, you know what, critical race theory is real. They've admitted to what James really talked about decade plus before they even um, admitted to it. But nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, thepoliticalcesspool.org is his website. James, welcome back to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Sam, it's always great to be with you on these monthly appearances, but especially great to be with you here just uh, 10 days shy of the birth of our Savior in this Christmas spirit and uh, the sense of togetherness and unity uh, and community and family that this time of year fosters. You know, we really do wish we could bottle it up and keep it year-round, but uh, never does seem to be the case with the hustle and bustle and all the stressors that are out there. But uh, it has been a welcomed sight to uh, to enter into to this period where we're a little more reflective on these things. November was rough with all of those trials. With the um, we covered them extensively on this show and on my program and on others as well. Uh, of course, the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse, the free speech trial in Charlottesville, and then the. Uh, the case uh, involving Ahmad Arbery and the McMichaels in Georgia, and you had a win, you had a loss, and you had a mixed bag. So uh, it, it was it was a welcome sight for me to get into December where we've been focusing more on these things on the program and sort of lifting the spirits because um, it's tough out there for Christians, and it's tough out there for people who love this country and love the people that uh, made this country what it was. And uh, so uh, it's uh, it's nice to be here today. All right, welcome to the broadcast, sir. There's so much to cover. It's not very Christmassy, but we got to get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, this coronavirus is being used as an absolute way to steal your liberty, to destroy your way of life. And we mentioned this two years ago when the outbreak happened, and we've been on it ever since. But the evidence over time becomes more and more and more in our favor. I mentioned uh, a couple of days ago on the broadcast that the more we find out that we're kind of over the coronavirus to, to a great degree, I'm not saying people aren't dying from it. I'm not saying people aren't getting sick from it. They are. But what I mean by we're over it is we've done all we can to mitigate it, really. And uh, the reason we're over it is because we, we understand it a lot more than we used to. Uh, and we know what the solutions are and we know what the solutions are not. And so I don't mean we're over it, um, that it'll never haunt us again. I mean, we're over it in that we must learn to live with it, and we know a lot about it now, and uh, we've done at least all the government plans to mitigate it, and flat out they have failed miserably. But the more we are over it, the more we realize that's the reality, and even when the latest strains are less deadly, government quadruples down more tyrannically. Isn't that interesting? If they really wanted to get us over the coronavirus, they would take completely different actions that do work. Uh, and they wouldn't be doubling down when we're kind of getting over it, kind of learning to live with it and deal with it appropriately, right? Well, there's so many different headlines in the news, and I want to bounce them all off of James Edwards. We're going to do it as the broadcast unfolds. I'm going to tease you with the first one. You ready? Taiwanese lag, lab leak sharpens the debate on the pandemic's origins. Yeah, it turns out that a recent... COVID-19 leak from a DSL-3 lab highlights, well, it probably leaked from the less capable Chinese DSL-2 lab. We'll talk about it in second radio. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. 
More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. If the COVID-19 shot is safe and effective, then why are 20% of healthcare workers refusing to get it? If the COVID-19 injection is safe and effective, then why is big tech silencing anyone who opposes it? If the COVID injection is safe and effective, then why is our federal government's reporting system recording over 14,000 deaths from the vaccine and an additional 650,000 plus serious adverse reactions. If the COVID shot is safe and effective, then why did Dr. Gert Vandenbosch, recognized as one of the world's chief vaccine experts, risk his entire career and his reputation to plead with the medical community to immediately halt all COVID-19 vaccinations, calling mass COVID vaccinations an uncontrollable monster? Doesn't sound very safe and effective. Maybe it's time to call a spade a spade. At no time in history have the people forcing others into compliance been the good guys. Paid for by Ammon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, James Edwards on your radio. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. We got a lot on the cocoa virus again as we find out a ways to live with it for the most part, and it gets less less um, abusive and death oriented in our lives and everything else. The governments around the world want to become more tyrannical by the second. It is insane to watch. But a headline says Taiwanese lab leak sharpens debate on pandemic origins. So they had a recent COVID nineteen leak from a DSL three facility. In Taiwan, DSL-3 facility. And if you go study that, you'll find out that they're very locked down, these DSL-3 labs. But it intensifies questions about the lab leak from Wuhan's less secure DSL-2 facility. Back in the day, the EpicTimes.com uh, with the piece. And this is serious. So there you have it. They say, wait a minute. This lady in the DSL-3 lab didn't follow exact protocols, got bit by a mouse. Got the cocoa. Uh, anyway, it goes on. But at the DSL-2 lab, uh, they say, is is not very locked down at all. It's not near as intense. And that's why most likely the leak came from the DSL-2 uh, Wuhan lab. And that's why they're nicknaming the, the Communist Party cocoa or Communist Party coronavirus or whatever. Uh, this is a serious uh, admission by Taiwan who wants their independence and everything else. There might be a whole lot of political ease behind this but this reality points out something very very serious indeed making anthony fauci and others even more culpable for their ignoring of the facts james yeah i think uh, that's very interesting and uh, ultimately i don't know if it matters or if we'll ever find out beyond any degree of doubt uh, or any 
uh, if we'll ever find out uh, with with great certainty how these things uh, first popped onto the scene. Was it lab oriented, which I would believe? Uh, was it uh, the wet market, uh, unsanitary conditions uh, that you have in Asia? You know that that's plausible too. But the, the ultimate thing is not where it came from, uh, or even why it was released. Uh, if it was intentional or accidental, but of course, what the powers that be have done with it over the course of these last two years. And that has filled any number of hours of programming around the world. Uh, you know, we haven't covered it to the extent that we cover a lot of other things. I mean, we certainly had to talk about it because it affects our daily lives every day that that, that we've lived these last two years, <laughs> to varying degrees, of course, depending on where you are in the country. But I think, Sam, and I'd like to share this with your audience, the jig uh, may be coming to an end. You have some game-changing treatments that are on the scene uh, that, are, that are really not getting a lot of, of play. But uh, I talked with a medical doctor very recently, all right. This is a this is a guy with all the credentials. He's a, a practicing medical doctor, and he he said there is no rational scientific reason to get vaccinated if you have survived COVID and have natural immunity. Uh, he well, says all doctors. There's more and that. more doctors that are well known, um, even Yale and Harvard and some of these places saying really the same thing. That becomes more obvious. That's why I say as we've gained more information on this, as we've learned to live with it. As the latest strains are less deadly, governments seem to be taking this. And this is kind of why it's important, whether it came from a lab or not, whether it was intentionally leaked or accidental, uh, whether it was man-made, man, um, whatever you want to call it, um, weaponized, or whether you want to say, hey, it was, uh, you know, as Fauci gain of research function created. And the reason why is the following. Headline says, Germany announces... Lockdown for the unvaccinated. Plans for compulsory vaccinations in the future. Austria to make vaccines compulsory after plunging country into full lockdown. Okay, Australia, New Zealand locking everybody down as well. All right, now Japan rejects forced COVID vaccines. Adds, um, I don't know how to say this myocarditis warnings to vaccine labels as well new zealand prime minister her name is jacinda ardern i think is how you say it yes admits there's not going to be an end point to the vaccination program it just goes on forever she claims brazil listen to this president i don't know how you say this but jer bolsonaro Rejects vaccination passports and travel bans around the world. All right, folks, this is getting crazy as countries either double down or Mm -hmm. reject forced vaccination programs and lockdown programs. This is getting very, very serious. As things get milder and easier to deal with and more easily understood, governments are going for broke, James. Sam, that's a great point, and I'm glad that you mentioned it because uh, this is something that I've pointed out as well. And, and, and uh, you even have it here in, in this country. In this country, you have wildly different reactions and responses uh, to this supposed threat. Uh, if 
considering, okay, let's just take, for example, places like Los Angeles and New York versus uh, a, a rural area like uh, where I live in the rural south. It, it, I mean, it, it's a night and day difference. And then, of course, you have that around the world. You have, uh, as you mentioned, in Brazil versus places like Germany. And, and if, the, if it was such a clear and pr pr uh, present danger, if it was such a legitimate threat, you would have consensus on this. You really would. And the only thing I can say about Germany, I saw where there was a Santa Claus that was arrested at a Christmas market in Germany a day or two ago because he wasn't wearing a mask. And this over Wait a minute, hold on. I thought Fauci said Santa was cool. Santa got the vax, Santa's <laughs> mask, and Santa's all cool. Apparently not. And uh, this thing in Germany where, you know, you're literally getting arrested and you have this in other places as well. And in Austria, you know, in Austria, they it, it, I don't think it's gone into effect yet, but their government has just voted in where you it's mandated that everyone be vaccinated. Not that you wear a mask, as we've seen in some parts of the country and in, in, in the world, but that you, yeah, they've already you be vaccinated. The country into full lockdown. Now they're talking about compulsory vaccinations. Well, and, 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 and you're going to be faced with jail time and have you daily fines, I think. I think it's a daily fine if you don't. Uh, so the only thing I can say that makes any sense of that is that the best and the brightest of Austria and Germany were decimated in the Second World War. And you, you've taken away the strong and the intelligent, and, and the vacuum has just been filled by these uh, by these weak-minded conformists. That, that's, the, that's the best reason I can give you why Central Europe is acting the way it has compared to other parts of the country. But, the, but I, I, I would say this. This again, look, I know, folks, there's a million people out there telling you all kinds of different things. I know it's difficult to know what to believe, but I can tell you, and take my word for it, that uh, this man that I am uh, quoting from right now knows his stuff. And there is a safe and generic treatment that is coming onto the scene now called fluvoxamine. And it has been validated by good quality studies to be uh, as effective as the vaccine. Okay, And admittedly, the COVID vaccine is relatively ineffective compared to other vaccines. But among those who were compliant and taken, this is a, a, an oral medication. Deaths were reduced by 90%. It prevents the uh, cytokine storm associated with the COVID infection. And it appears that this fluvoxamine treatment is what many people had hoped uh, Evermectin would be in terms of its mainstream medical acceptance. All right. And um, it's not as exotic or weird uh, to, to, to doctors. So we'll see if the media starts promoting this uh, very much tested and medically approved uh, oral treatment uh, to coronavirus. So based upon the equivalent effectiveness of fluvoxamine and the near zero odds of a serious adverse event with this particular drug, uh, a, a male like in my age and it's mid 40s in good shape with no co uh, comorbidities, no reason to get vaccinated. Uh, there are there is a lot of questions with those vaccines. I have not been vaccinated. I don't mind telling you neither nobody in my family. Neither has been have vaccinated. I, nor will I by choice be vaccinated, ladies and gentlemen. And the interesting thing about this is I'm telling you, governments will not go for it if it really works, ladies and gentlemen, because it goes against their plans of lockdowns and of forced vaccinations. This is their agenda. For example. Fauci and Pfizer are both pushing now three shots, while the BioNTech CEO advocates for a total of six jabs. And my response is if they're pushing for three and four and six jabs, and they're admitting now that the latest strain doesn't you know, respond well to the vaccinations, then what? We're finding out that the vaccinations don't work. They claim we're at the cusp of just meltdown over this virus. But look, they've had vaccines around for a year. 
Well, now a scientific study concludes that 5G wireless radiation indeed exacerbated COVID-19. So, you know, when a lot of us talk about 5G being part of it, and they said, no, you're whacked out, conspiracy theorists, nuts, crazy. Well, now scientific study concludes yet 5G made it much, much worse. Radiation does affect your cells. Let's not pretend otherwise. We've got a whole lot more, ladies and gentlemen. We'll tell you about more than 40% of the population in seconds, okay? Uh, James Edwards with us. Thepoliticalcesspool.org is his radio program every Saturday night and on demand at your convenience and on Liberty Roundtable Live. Yeah, listen, more than 40% of people, and we'll tell you what in seconds on your radio. Pursuing Liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. The House of Representatives voted in favor of a resolution to hold former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows in contempt of Congress for not testifying to the mostly partisan January 6th Commission. Out of 430 votes, the measure cleared the House by 14 votes, amplifying the partisan view from lawmakers. Republican Representative Jim Jordan on the House floor. Democrats prevent Republicans from serving on the select committee. Democrats kick Republicans off standing committees. Democrats try to make D.C. a state. Democrats try to end the filibuster. They try to pack the court. They do secret impeachment hearings in the bunker in the basement of the Capitol. And they just said a naval veteran is afraid of the truth. And now today, now today they are destroying executive privilege. Congress passed a measure raising the government's borrowing limit by $2.5 trillion Tuesday. The Senate voted 50 to 49 to approve the legislation in the afternoon. And the House later passed it 221 to 209. USA Radio News. So right now may be the perfect time for you to rethink how you pay for health care. And here's why. Not only is it time for open enrollment for a lot of people, it's also when you can join MediShare and save even more than usual. For the typical family, switching to MediShare saves about $500 a month, which is a game changer for a lot of people. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate when compared to health insurance. Double. It really is remarkable. There's more than 400,000 members now who have shared more than $4 billion in medical bills, so they can handle your bills, too. And here's the thing. If you join before December 15th, they'll waive your new member fee, so that's another $170 you'll save. I'll give you the number here in a second, but call, and you'll get a price within two minutes. And again, the deadline, December 15th, so call now, and you'll save even more. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. A U.S. judge yesterday dismissed a bid by President Trump to keep his tax returns from a House of Representatives committee, ruling that Congress' legislative interests outweighed any deference Trump should receive as a former president. Trump appointed U.S. District Judge Trevor McFadden said in his ruling that Trump was wrong on the law in seeking to block the House Ways and Means Committee from obtaining his tax returns. Grocery manufacturer Kroger will be hitting their non-union, unvaxxed employees in the wallet. Kroger is eliminating some COVID-19 benefits for unvaccinated employees beginning next year. This comes as the grocery store chain is pushing to get more workers vaccinated as concerns over the Omicron variant rise. Kroger will stop providing unpaid COVID leave for unvaccinated employees and will set a $50 a month surcharge to non-union salary workers who haven't received the shots. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. USA Radio News. 
James Edwards, deeppoliticalcesspool.org, and Sam Bushman on your radio talking about viruses, talking about vaccinations, talking about masks, talking about mandates, talking about compulsion, talking about abuse, talking about the reality, all mixed into hard-hitting talk radio. Scientific study now concludes that 5G wireless radiation did exacerbate COVID-19, just like we told you. They mocked us, they laughed at us, they jeered. They said we're conspiracy psychos, block everything they do. They're peddling fake news. Now it turns out, once again, we were correct, ladies and gentlemen. But it gets worse or it gets better, depending on your view. Now it turns out that more than 40% of people with COVID-19, did you hear me? More than 40% of people with COVID-19 never show symptoms. They're asymptomatic. 95 different studies now find. Now listen, because it gets even more crazy. They say that it's likely that more COVID-19 cases are asymptomatic today compared to when the study was first conducted, health experts now say. Wow. Why? They say due to highly transmissible variants like Delta and Omicron. Now listen to this. Vaccines themselves may also contribute to a higher proportion of asymptomatic infections. Yeah. So now you got 40-plus people in the study, percent. 40-plus percent of the people are asymptomatic. They don't have any symptoms. They say it's likely worse now than it was when they conducted these 95 separate or different studies. They say it's likely worse now, partly because of the more spreadable strains and partly because vaccines Uh, literally make it to where you seem well, feel well, don't have any symptoms, but yet you're sick as a dog and spreading it. They say, James, this is the results of the actions governments have taken over the last two years, and then specifically since the vaccine over the last year. It's worse than ever, and if 40-plus percent of the population is asymptomatic, you'll never get a handle on this, James, never. That was one of the things that uh, they were <laughs> saying uh, when they were trying to hype up how mortifying this new variant was, was that, well, it's, you're going to be asymptomatic, but oh, you better get vaccinated before you get it. And even now, I think a, a couple of weeks into this, the Omicron, uh, they're just saying it's just not anything to, to worry about. Um, but to get back to the broader picture, we'll have a, a little bit harder time dodging 5G radiation than uh, we are, I think, going forward with COVID. I, I, I'm telling you, Sam, in, in my neck of the woods, people are over it. Um, the people who are going to be vaccinated have gotten vaccinated. The people who have not gotten vaccinated are not going to be getting vaccinated. But you just don't see people wearing masks. I haven't put on a mask since um, March, I think, March. Uh, not once, and uh, you don't see them very much at all anymore. And I think the good news, and I'm going to make a, a prediction here. Uh, the good news is that because of you have the rising herd immunity, uh, you have this uh, these new oral treatments that I'm talking about, and, and, you know, look, we all know about Pfizer, but there is even a new pending Pfizer antiviral. I, I think this thing's nearly over. Um, you may disagree. Now, of course, the perception of the pandemic will be over well, as soon as the media on decides over it's over. In whose mind? If you're in Germany and they lock you down and force a vaccine on you, it ain't over. Well, okay, that's I'm talking about for for us, or at least for me All here right, if you're in, in the, the United South. States right now. Anthony Fauci and crew are trying to promote three shots at least. Now, listen, 
the battle is on, and this is kind of what I'm getting at. We think it's over, and we as conservatives kind of feel like it's over, and I think we're right factually. In other words, James, I'm telling you that I think factually you're correct. Uh, but you may underestimate government's desire yeah. to turn this pandemic into a tyrannical reality. And I'll give you some pointers. California's universal mask mandate for all indoor public settings goes into effect today. Now, right. literally 15% of the country is California alone. Okay, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, but uh, let me say... You may have and you will have states like California and cities like New York that uh, are just going to be out their way in the left wing tall grass. Uh, and, and to your point, yes, I mean, factually, this thing, I think people are over it, uh, literally and figuratively. Uh, but of course, the perception of the pandemic is going to be over as soon as the media decides it's over. But here's here's what I'm thinking is that after Republican wins in Virginia Last month, I think that word's going to go out. Sure, and we see how the media gets the word out. Once you know, they all talk about the you know, everything in unison, and so I think we may see the word go out shortly into the new year that we have at long last defeated COVID, just as the twenty twenty two races heat up. And conveniently for the incumbent party, that's that's also true. Uh, I just think the Democrats are going to fall on a, on a grenade if they don't stop this because the Republicans are going to offer, uh, look, the Republicans are completely undeserving of this backlash politics, this uh, historic plummeting that the Democrats are experiencing in the polls. And, and the reason for that is partly because of COVID, of course, because of the economy and inflation, also immigration and crime are high up there. And the Democrats are horrible on all of these things. The Republicans don't deserve uh, the, the support that they're receiving from the American voting public. However, I think if the Democrats continue to push this uh, draconian uh, California-style lockdown stuff of, uh, and, and, and continue to, to say it's needed nationwide, I, I just think they're going to get routed in a way that we've never seen. You, you'd almost have a one-party You're probably uh, right on that reality, maybe. Now, but if, so if they don't let up on it, it's going to be to their own destruction. Well, maybe, maybe. So Amtrak suspends COVID-19 vaccine mandate for employees i guess the chief executive there uh, bill flynn uh reporting this hey they're gonna back off they're just saying you can go get tested if you want to instead of forced vaccinations they're following the direction of the courts on this but all it would take is a change in the courts to change the narrative headline also says this cdc 79 percent of omicron cases are in vaccinated people let me say that again 79 percent of omicron <laughs> cases are in vaccinated people and if you say well that's an anomaly sam from a small sampling okay fine similar data in israel where 80 percent have received booster shots they're also getting the coronavirus omicron variant so this is kind of interesting ladies and gentlemen we're literally talking about 80 percent of the new cases are vaccinated people, folks. And we know that 40 plus percent of the people are asymptomatic. We know that 61% of the American population has already been vaccinated. We can debate what fully vaccinated is because Fauci wants to change the definition. So whatever you think it is today, it might be different tomorrow. And, and so you look at this thing and you go, ladies and gentlemen, they're all over the map, except for one thing, their tyrannical agenda. And you could say, well, the Republicans are going to win in 22. I hope you're right, James. However, 
if it was a leaked lab reality. Okay? Listen carefully. If it was a leaked lab scenario, as the Taiwanese lab example highlights, then ladies and gentlemen, all they got to do, if you start to get, you know, off the reservation and think you're free, is just unleash a, what would be after Omicron there? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Zeta. That one, <laughs> that one doesn't spread as fast, but, buddy, it's ten times more deadly than D. Okay. Delta. Yeah, uh, yeah. To, to your you point. Know, uh, you think you're getting off that thing and going to get the elections fixed and you're going to take over. Not so fast, my friend. Fauci's in charge. Joe's in charge. And the whacked-out Democrats, well, were they the ones that released it? We don't know who released it. And we'll probably, as you wisely point out, never know, James. Well, you've got a good point once again, my friend, and that is uh, we, we are basing these things as uh, our opinions, or at least my opinion, on how I, the, the landscape looks right now. If they release uh, another more potent variant, um, you know, that, that, that would be a game changer, but the, it's literally going to have to be like the Black Death. Uh, I mean, people are literally going to have to die within days of getting it for, for people to overcome the fatigue, the sense of fatigue. Uh, that 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 we have uh, that that the population has after after two years of this, and um, so I, I guess uh, certainly we'll we'll see where it goes. But uh, as it stands right now, this is not going to be a good issue, uh, I, I think, for the Democrats. But the, but there is uh, even in even in, in um, here uh, a bit of schizophrenia. So the local arena where the NBA team plays here uh, had. Um, I believe in the early fall, listed a vaccine mandate to enter the arena. Well, that was just lifted last month. So in the dead of winter, or as we approach, you know, midwinter, it, they they totally took away the vaccine, and there was nothing really that happened one way or the other. It was just really arbitrary. So you you, you see the inconsistencies even in <clears throat> these these random localities where. You have a mandate one day and not the next, and then it comes back and then it goes away. And I mean, I'm talking about again vaccine mandates, not mask mandates. Uh, there's a difference between the city of Memphis, of course, and the outlying areas that are much more. Yeah, that's where the good cop, bad cops come in. But ladies and gentlemen, tyranny is what they're pushing for. And I got a whole lot more news where that came from. The highlight, the problems, the inconsistencies, the whacked out governmental tyrannical views. They say COVID has killed one out of every 100 older Americans. We'll talk about it in seconds on your radio. The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine. 
the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Ladies and gentlemen, all the wrong protocols are put in place. All the wrong questions are being asked. In Utah, there's over 600,000 cases of the corona that have been documented. Remember, 40% plus are asymptomatic, so the number's likely almost double. But 600,000 is about 3,600 have died. Now compare that with Puerto Rico, ladies and gentlemen. 190,000 have had COVID, so less than a third of what Utah has. But they have 3,276 deaths, almost identical rates. Isn't that very interesting? And you got to ask some questions of why, especially in light of now they're peddling that, hey, you know, 50 million people have been tested positive for the coronavirus. And what's interesting is they go back to January 2020 now. They claim that it all started in March, but now they're telling you since January. So they're admitting that it was earlier, just like we told you. Folks, and I submit that it was even earlier than that, but nevertheless, there you go. And they say that over 800,000 people are dead in America, primarily among the elderly. COVID has killed one out of every 100 older Americans, they say. They are among the most vaccinated groups. Did you know that, ladies and gentlemen? That's right. COVID has killed more elderly by far than anybody else. But they are among the most vaccinated groups i find that very interesting as well because if the you know vaccines are really as valuable and they work how come all these people are still dying they say but people 65 years and older make up about three quarters of the nation's coronavirus death toll about six hundred thousand. as the coronavirus pandemic approaches the end of a second year they say the united states stands on a precipice of 800,000 deaths and no group has suffered more than the most vaccinated, that's elderly Americans. All along, older people have been known to be more vulnerable, but the scale of loss is only now, they say, coming into full view. 75% of people who have died of the virus in the United States are about 600,000. Of the nearly 800,000 have been 65 years or older. That's shocking in its numbers. For people younger than 65, that ratio is closer to 1 in 1,400. So think about that difference for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. Let me highlight this comparison. COVID has killed one out of every 100 Americans over 65, the most vaccinated group. But for people younger than 65, it's really 1 out of 1,400. 
The heightened risk for elderly people has dominated life. Now, they say since vaccines have became available over a year ago, older Americans have been vaccinated more than anybody. But now they say the portion of elderly people dying in the last two months has skyrocketed. That's according to data from the CDC. More than 1,200 people in the United States are dying from COVID each day. So if that's true, then that means over 900 are dying every single day who have been vaccinated because they're the elderly. Most of them 65 years and older. COVID-19, believe it or not, has become the third leading cause of death for the elderly after heart disease and cancer. It is responsible for about 13% of all deaths in that age group now since the beginning of 2020. More than diabetes, accidents, Alzheimer's, or dementia. 18% more, old, uh, 18% more older people died of all causes in 2020 that would have died in an ordinary year, according to the CDC. Never mind that they quit giving uh, all kinds of needful treatments because of the COVID. That, that, that has to factor in. <clears throat> they made older Americans a priority for shots. But now older Americans are the most vaccinated age group by far. 87% of people 65 or older have been fully vaccinated, according to the CDC. So my question is, why the continued death of vaccines work? Answer, vaccines don't work. They go on and on and on about this, ladies and gentlemen. But I thought I'd bring that to your attention. Think about that, James. Yeah, there's a, a lot to unpack in, in, in what you just said. This is it goes back to what I've said, though, from the beginning. Uh, this whole argument that my vaccine uh, doesn't work unless you take one also. And that, that we've seen a lot of that going on, the, the idea that all of these elderly people are dying, even though they're the most uh, vaccinated portion of the population, should certainly cause uh, people to pause and, and consider these things. Of course, I don't believe the data. I think, first of all, uh, nobody's making it out of here alive. And uh, the older you get, uh, the closer you, you, you draw to your eternal reward. And I, I think there have certainly been cases where you have uh, you know, senior citizens slipping on a banana peel and it gets attributed to COVID or something like that. Or they, they have stage five cancer, but it wasn't the cancer that killed them. It was the COVID, you know, of course. And, and you see that. Um, but interestingly, with regards to vaccines, I was giving a speech at an event back in October. And it was a crowd of people who think just like us. Uh, very smart, uh, very good people. And uh, of this crowd, about 50% had been vaccinated and 50% had, had not been. So it was very much a split decision. Uh, and, and, but amongst the, the ones who, who had not, of course, I, I think the reasons are, are self-explanatory. But, but of those who had, I think you have some that, that really believe it, it, it's necessary, some that uh, have had it mandated on them by their places of business, and some that just want to go along to get along and, and don't want to be hassled and want to be able to go wherever they want to go without uh, without uh having to consider whether or not they'll be uh, be allowed entry but for me so there are good people that are taking the vaccine i say that to say i say i said what i said to say this there are good people uh, that are taking the vaccine so this isn't like you you're, you're not smart if you take it and you can only be smart and good if, if if you don't i know a lot of great people that have taken it a lot of great people who have not but for me to and get by back the way the we point, respect everybody's choice to take it or not as you study as you correct out, as you pray as you think best ladies and gentlemen we're not here to attack those who have taken it we're also praying that they won't attack us let's let's have a fair open reality check on this shall we 
That's it. It's to have the freedom to choose uh, on whether or not you want this. If you have the freedom to choose whether or not you can murder your child, as you do in this country, you should have the freedom to choose whether or not uh, you want to take a a vaccine that we know has has caused uh, some uh, has some serious has the potential to cause some serious side effects. Uh, To me, it's not worth the risk because the virus itself is so mild. I I have probably already had COVID. I mean, I almost certainly have probably already had it. Um, Didn't bother me very much uh, if what I think was COVID was, in fact, uh, the, the disease. I know some people have had it rougher. That, that's true, and that's true of any disease. But uh, to me, the virus is so mild, it's just not worth the risk of taking uh, taking a vaccine. I, I just I don't care to do it, and that's my decision, and I haven't taken one, and we're two years into this, and I'm healthy as a horse, so I don't know. Uh, but this this whole thing where you did the most – popular the, the most vaccinated uh, percentage of the population are the ones that are dying from it the most um, doesn't speak well to, to two things either the effectiveness of the vaccine or uh, the, the 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 safety of the vaccine wow there you have it ladies and gentlemen there's so much to unpack here and it's only becoming more ladies and gentlemen um, check this out you ready philadelphia announced that all facilities that sell food and drinks will soon have to require proof of vaccination for customers to take advantage of their offerings. Yeah, I kid you not. It literally kicks in at the start of the year. Only fully vaccinated patrons will be allowed in eating or drinking establishments of any kind beginning January 3rd, 2022. Now, that's a press release that was sent out from the city. What's interesting is they say for the first week or two, no problem. If you don't have your vaccination, you'll be able to use uh, proof that you've been tested. But eventually, after a couple of weeks, the test uh, requirement goes away, and it's only fully vaccinated, period, Philadelphia. There you have it. So you've got whacked out California with mask mandates. You've got whacked out New York City uh, with uh, these mask mandates with dining mandates of vaccination proof you've got this going on in philadelphia you've got and the question becomes how many groups can lock us down how many lawsuits can go forward what happens when there's split decisions everywhere or what happens when joe biden says ignore the courts ignore the senate double down and vaccinate anyway and we're creating a lawless reality here over this james Yes, that's right. And again, this this goes to what we were saying a moment ago. A city like Philadelphia is going to be wildly different than um, than the, the city where I live in, which is again a small city and uh, outside of Memphis. But uh, I I I wonder. I, I guess. Look, I mean, <laughs> the establishment and the institutions have certainly been able to outmaneuver freedom-loving and liberty-loving people in this country for. Uh, many decades now, so we we won't uh, uh, underestimate uh, their ability to to continue to to force these things on us. And it's really that. I mean, there's not a consensus in terms of, hey, we agree with the the evidence that you've proven. It's basically just we're going to force you to do that, regardless of 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 what you believe. And and so that, that there's a big difference. If they're going to continue to do that, they, they, it could it could go on indefinitely. But I I, I still think that this is going to be such a poor issue for Democrats nationwide after two years of COVID fatigue. Not if we tie uh, your check and, to it, my friend. 
Yeah, well, I mean, if they if if they do, we but release you know, a new that, virus, we can tie your check to it. We can make sure there's no stimulus for you, my friend. There's a lot we can do to make sure that you're begging for it, brother. That's if the Republicans go along with them. The Republicans are worthless. Uh, they have not done anything uh, really to to reverse the 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 tide of wokeism. They talk a good game and and maybe they would slow it down a little bit but we're still marching in one direction but i i would like to think that the republicans would at least be solid on on that issue and and to date they mostly have but uh i guess hey you know your worst nightmare can come true i mean look at where we live in america a place where men can marry men and women can marry women and you can murder your baby and you can you can transgender people have more rights than the legacy men and women or whatever you want i mean this is a crazy country uh, this is a very sick and and perverted place so uh, your worst nightmare can certainly come true in america there's no doubt about it and they and they could do far worse uh here than they've done i mean we've seen it in other places but it, this goes to your point that you always make sam as much as i like to malign and and i think deservedly so a lot of our institutions, there's still more freedom here than there are in places like Germany and Austria, to be sure. And uh, But <laughs> it's eroding, and uh, we'll see where it goes. Uh, but the, the midterm elections, I think, are going to play a role in this. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I we'll couldn't see agree more. Enough. There's more freedom in America than other places, no doubt about it. I'm the one that says this is the greatest country on the planet, and it's all about God, family, and country, and it's all about doing our very best. But we got to make sure it stays that way. And that's the reason that I highlight this as I do. You look at California, Philadelphia, New York, some of these whacked out places, Oregon, uh, some of these states, and then you look at America where you live and where I live, and it's, it's kind of calming down a little bit, and there's a little bit of hope, and then you hear the courts side with us uh, on occasion here and there, and we go, yeah, we're gaining ground and, and, and whatever, but folks, we've been losing liberty so fast it isn't even funny, and yes, we're better off than these other countries, but as the Founding Fathers said, you have a republic if you can keep it. And my response is, you have liberties now. If you can keep them. That's the ultimate question. When we come back, we're going to talk about Merck's COVID pill. There's a lot going on with that that you ought to know. And we'll tell you all about it in seconds. James Edwards, Sam Bushman on your radio. Hour one in the can, two coming up. Hard-hitting talk always at your fingertips. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word, donate liberally, get involved. We the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, can and will restore America. But you've got to act like you're a liberty-loving American in word and in deed, or you will lose it. God save the Republic of the United States of America. Mountains, the crossroads of the West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. We wish you a COVID Christmas. We wish you a COVID Christmas. I mean, wait, hold on. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This is your second COVID Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. And this is the broadcast for 
December the 15th in the year of our Lord, 2021. Hour two at two, and the goal always to promote God, family, and country, and to protect life, liberty, and property. James Edwards with me for the full two hours. Ladies and gentlemen, we wish you a Merry Christmas, but here's the problem, James. With all the indoor mask mandates in California and other places across the tyrannical nation that we find ourselves sadly in, here's the problem. They're saying that what you need to do, James, because you got a mask mandate indoor policy, when you have family over, because you're going to have extended family over, you know you will. And when you do, you need to basically card check them for vaccination status. Make sure they're vaccinated properly. That's what they're urging Americans to do is card your loved ones, card your relatives. And certainly what you can do is you can have somebody, when somebody brings all the different food to your house, somebody can grab the food at the door and and put it in the kitchen. The other person can monitor for masks and vaccine status. James, that's the urging from your government officials, literally from top to bottom in liberal states. Now, imagine... Imagine, Sam, somebody actually doing that. And, and, and to be sure, there are. Uh, there are some people who are so far gone mentally that they, they would take that advice and actually execute it. I saw Falchi talking about that last year, too. You know, this is amazing. You mentioned that this is our second COVID Christmas. If you're a child of, I don't know, four years of age, six years of age, where you you really begin to reach the age where you can remember things. This is all you've known, and and that's yeah, you a, won't that's know a terrible, the difference between thing. Halloween or Christmas because everybody will be masked in every case, right? <laughs> but this thing where you're going to have to limit loved ones who can come over and check their vaccination status and and social distance while you're at inside of a home at Thanksgiving or Christmas time, uh, that's just um, that's so anti-family and it goes against all logic and reason. Again. Obviously, 95-plus percent of the people are just going to disregard that and have their uh, normal fellowship as, as as we do and as we will continue to do and as we did last year and as we will do this year and as we did this Thanksgiving last month. But, yeah, there, there are going to be some people in San Francisco that, that do that. But, you know, these are people that uh, probably aren't tied to family in, in the ways that we are, and, and that's a shame. All right, um, I'm thinking about creating a song, James. <laughs> right? Um, you've never known me to be kind of a uh, a musician, James, but I, I got to get my career kicked off. I'm in my mid fifties, man, and if I don't do it soon, it ain't never gonna happen for me, bro. Ain't no time. So like I thought I'd start time. out with my my incredible song. It's like, have yourself a COVID crazy Christmas. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, it'd be a big hit in um, the left coast. I mean, folks, I don't, I don't mean to mock this. I know Corona can kill people. I have dead people very close to me because of COVID. I got so sick, I literally almost died and went to the hospital twice. I understand the gravity of the situation. But ladies and gentlemen, they're now saying have yourself a responsible Christmas, James. You know what responsible means, don't you? Uh don't celebrate Christmas. Don't get with the family. Don't remember Jesus Christ. Uh, get a vaccine. Yeah, that's right. Have yourself a wary little Christmas is what they're saying now, James. I actually heard a PSA from. It's just insane. Uh, I, I don't remember if, you know, the wonderful PSAs we play here on, on the Liberty News Radio Network. I heard a PSA on one of the local stations that was playing Christmas music and. 
I, I, it was obviously from some bureaucratic entity. I don't know. It, perhaps it was the CDC. But it said, there's no time like Christmas to get your COVID vaccine. <laughs> yeah, give yourself a, or give your loved one a, a vaccination. Gift yourself <laughs> this Christmas. I mean, it's just, uh, have yourself a COVID crazy Christmas is what I think it's really coming down to. These people have literally become, uh, they've become uh, in, in like a cult, James where they are so vested in this to where, I mean, people are literally saying, we're not doing Christmas with the family this year. They did this last year, too. We're not going to see you for Christmas. I'm sorry. You might get us sick. You might kill Grandma because you're so irresponsible. You, you just might kill Grandma. We just can't have that, James. And well, it, we, it goes, they've literally divided Americans. Like I, I've seen a lot of divisions: male versus female, black versus white, gay versus straight. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it: liberal versus conservative, whatever you want to say. And now they've done it though: mask versus unmasked, vaccinated versus unvaccinated. To where they've literally divided the family. You can't see Grandma James. You're one of those whacked out conspiracy theorists on Facebook, aren't you? And you're not going to see Grandma this year, my friend. Sorry, this Just is this help is, it. Another point. Save grandma from you. <laughs> Another point I was going to make is grandma's the, going. I don't want to so be many saved. Divi- and those taking care of grandma. <laughs> so many <tough> crap. <laughs> so many dividing lines in this country, and this is just one more that was completely unnecessary and, and avoidable. I, I we we said this in the first hour, but uh, if you're too afraid to live, and if you're too afraid to go out of the house, you're so afraid of this very mild virus that you, you, you can't function in society, uh, then you stay at home, okay? You, you need to be the one. Uh, you need to be the one that, that stays at home. Why, why should the, the, the normal healthy people have to, to pretend and, and engage in this big pretend? And this goes back to what we said in the first hour. Vaccines and masks don't work unless me and you wear one and take one as well, Sam. That's the thing. If you're vaccinated and you're wearing a mask, um, I just uh, those work, right? I mean, those are supposed to work. So what? No. What's the problem? I don't understand. No, they the don't problem. work. They don't work because va- masks don't work at all. We know that. Uh, they literally said for decades masks don't work, and then all of a sudden they changed on a dime. Fauci lied and then reversed himself and everything else. There's no science that masks. Oh yeah, well work you know, all. obviously, uh, part of the interruption. I mean, obviously, they I, don't work because vaccinated people are eighty <laughs> percent spreading the Omicron version. James, but of course, I was being facetious. Have this I thing. was being facetious, but how how can these people believe in it, but then not believe in it? I mean, if they believe that these things work. Then what, why are they afraid to go out explain. to society and associate? Let me explain. You know that people are getting sick, James, and it's a life and death matter. And you also know that vaccines aren't perfect, I admit, James, but they're the best thing we've got. That's so why there... I believe. Now, being facetious, but that's how they go. <laughs> it's the best thing we've got, James. You don't have anything better. You just want, everybody, you just want to kill Grandma, don't you? Yeah. Grandma killer. <laughs> See, I mean, I joked about Grandma got ran over by a reindeer, but you're ready to do her in with Corona before she even gets out to get ran over by the reindeer, James. It's uh, it's 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 COVID crazy that we've become. Now, remember how you and I and others said, hey, you know what? The vaccines might change DNA. 
uh, these yeah, RNA that. vaccines or whatever could be seriously. And they said, no, you're a whacked out conspiracy, crazy nut. I mean, you're worse than, I mean, we heard that men are from Mars, women are from Venus. But, buddy, you're from freaking Pluto, okay? You're crazy. Whacked out of your gourd psychosis. Well, now here's the latest government headline. As you know, they're putting out a new pill, uh, a Pfizer pill. I'm sorry, a Merck pill that's supposed to solve everything for you, buddy. You may not even need the vaccine if you take this pill, they say. Now, understand that we don't have a lot of ways to stop corona. Uh, But the way we do is this new modern technique. That's why it's all experimental called RNA affecting, right? Well, now the headline says this. As Merck's COVID pill awaits approval, some scientists worry it might alter human DNA. So let me get this straight. The vaccine for sure won't, even though it's experimental and we're not really sure. Uh, But the pill um, just might, and the debate rages on. Now, how does that work? We're whacked out conspiracy theorists for saying the vaccine might, and now scientists are doubling down and admitting the pill might. Some laboratory studies suggest that, you know what, the new pill, and I don't know how to say this, say this name, Molna, Molna Pilfer, Pilfer, Molna Pilfer is how you say it, I guess, this new drug, that it might insert errors in the DNA. It could harm a developing fetus. It could harm sperm cells and or children. Believe it or not, two weeks after the Food and Drug Administration narrowly voted to recommend authorizing the drug, so we really don't know, but they already voted to recommend the drug, known as monolpirifer or whatever it's called. The FDA is still weighing Merck's application, though. Why? Among the biggest questions facing regulators is whether the drug, in the course of wreaking havoc, on the virus genes also has the potential to cause mutations in human DNA. Scientists are especially worried about pregnant women because the drug could affect the fetus and it dividing cells, theoretically causing birth defects. Members of the FDA expert committee expressed the same concerns during a public meeting on November the 30th do we want to reduce the risk for the mother by 30% while exposing the embryo and the fetus to a much higher risk of harm, they ask? Wow, we'll talk about it more in seconds on your radio. So, uh, you two are real actors, huh? Well, I was an extra on a soap opera for three years. And I'm best known for starring in cat food commercials. Mm. (laughs) And you're going to play our parents for how long? Oh, just during dinner for the next few years, probably until you're both off to college. Your real parents will be back every night at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock? Hey, your dad's busy. He's got work, softball, client functions. Yeah, and your mom, she's got the literary club and play rehearsals. Uh, Don't you worry. They'll be back on time. Otherwise, we get time Time and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Ka-ching! Okay, according to the script, we're supposed to ask you how your day was yes um okay i guess Ooh, is that the best you can do i think i want my real parents 
I don't see that in the script. No ad-libbing, please. There's no substitute for a loving parent. And when you're really there, you'll know how much you care. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, for more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. As a teenager, I gave my first public speech in my church. My hand shook, my heart pounded. I thought to myself, I can't do this, but somehow I did. And because I wanted to talk about things that were important, I persisted. I chided my church as a senior in high school for not seeming to care about the not yet born, for looking the other way and for not taking a stand on life. I will be in earnest. I will not equivocate and I will not excuse. I will not retreat an inch and I will be heard. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. RNA vaccinations and or medications manipulating DNA is a reality. They mocked us at the beginning, but now admit the reality check that we've been pointing out all along. Truth shall set you free. Dr. James Hildreth, he's the president of Menory Medical College in Tennessee. He was in this meeting when they were debating this uh, about the vaccinate or the uh, new medication, the new pill. He said, my answer is no, we don't want to play games with RNA manipulating medications. There's no circumstance in which I would advise a pregnant woman to take this drug. They also noticed, noted in this meeting that the risks could extend to other patients, including men wanting to become fathers. It could mess with their sperm and the dividing cells that relate thereto. Those risks remain poorly understood, they blatantly admit. And Merck said that its own studies, of course, turned up no evidence that it caused mutations. And so just trust Merck. They never lie. Crucially, though, they say, hey, this could be a serious problem. It could be less effective than other treatments, and it could have serious RNA, DNA manipulating reality. It has been shown, they say, to reduce the risk of hospitalizations and death. But see, that's all short term. They say that's if given within five days of symptoms emerging. But here's what scientists know about how the drug works and its potential risks, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to me very carefully. Then we'll have James respond. How does fervor or whatever it is work? When the drug is processed within the body, it creates compounds that closely resemble one of the building blocks of RNA. That's what they call the genetic material inside the coronavirus. Fine. They say that causes problems for the coronavirus because it makes copies of itself. Once the virus enters the cell and starts replicating, the drug compound could slip into the virus's RNA and insert intentional errors. Once it inserts enough errors that the virus cannot survive, they win. What this drug does is disguises itself says Elizabeth Campbell. She's a physician. She's an expert in instructional biology. I guess she's not a physician. She's a PhD lady. At the Rockefeller University, 
she studies coronavirus antivirals. And she basically said, hey, it, what it does is it replicates, it gets in the cell, and it produces errors, eventually shutting down the virus. Got it? Good. Makes sense. Yeah. It can propagate errors. Listen to this very carefully. It can propagate errors that can be sprinkled all over the genome. Sounds like sci-fi, whacked out, crazy stuff. We're going to intentionally introduce RNA that's going to intentionally create errors to stop the virus, but it's going to sprinkle this throughout your genome. Making more and more mistakes, the good news is the virus grinds to a halt. Dr. Campbell explains, that helps the body fight off the infection, don't you know? And potentially can save the patient's life. Here's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. The same compound that interferes in the replication of the virus's genetic material can also be transformed by the body into one that resembles a building block of your natural DNA. Some scientists are concerned that that could create errors in your own DNA or in that of your developing fetus or in that of your sperm or in that of your child. See, if cells are replicating, it means they're involved in one of the RNA building blocks, right? But if you put this drug in and it starts inserting errors, Dr. Campbell explains, how serious of a problem is that? A team of researchers at the University of North Carolina studied this in mice over 32 days and found that the drug did induce mutations in the DNA. Those mutations could contribute to the development of cancer or cause birth defects either in the fetus or through incorporation into, quote, sperm precursor cells, the authors of that study wrote. They say the drug only targets dividing cells, which aren't as much in adults, they say. But, well, the problem is adults have enough dividing cells in their bones and in their stomach lining, in the lining of the gut, so it could still cause serious concern. They say men are constantly making dividing sperm cells that could carry potential mutations. I don't think anyone who knows what this actually means in terms of real, live outcomes, Dr. Swanstrom said. I hope it's trivial, but I don't think anybody knows. There you have it. Now, Merck scientists say no problem. Don't worry about it. But you know what? People are saying this is serious. Merck should publish its rodent data. And they say it's a short course of treatment, so it should lower the risks. Um, but they say, what are the risks during pregnancy? They don't know. Cells in the fetus are dividing all the time, heightening the risk of mutations. They say, as a result, Merck excluded breastfeeding women and pregnant women from their study, as well as women likely to become pregnant. They say, when you take this protocol, make sure you're on birth control. They say, if you start tinkering with the RNA in any way when it comes to the human genome, it could spell disaster. There you have it, folks. There you have it, right? Is it better to subvert this concern and hope for the best? Or is it better to be open about the concerns 
and either stop it or try to find out what the results will be before we embark on this course, they ask. James, do you want to respond? You said a lot, Sam, and I think I can uh, put a a fine point on it, uh, particularly with regards to this uh, mRNA technology. I mean, you have Dr. Robert Malone, who is a vaccine scientist and a vaccine skeptic. Uh, on his Twitter bio, it, it uh, reads, I literally invented mRNA technology. All right, so this is the... This is the scientist that came up with this sort of technology, and he is totally against the way it's being used to purportedly treat COVID. Which brings me to, I, I guess, what would be my um, uh, my my uh, my ace in the hole on this is healthy people don't need medicine. I, I well, get anyway, the idea. Hold on. You're part of the 40% that think you don't need medicine because <laughs> you're asymptomatic, but you're sicker than a dog, my friend. I yeah, I know it. That's the thing. Are you, you going to believe uh, yourself and your body or, or the media? But this is um, – I, I I'm, I'm not opposed to all preventative treatments. I'm not opposed to medicine. Medicine has been great. I mean, there's just no shortage of scientific technologies. Uh, or rather scientific advancements and medicinal advancements that uh, have uh, extended the lives and the health of people many, many, many times over. We're, we're so thankful to God that he has given these, these gifts to humanity uh, through our ability to, 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 to think and to learn and to discover and explore. I, I, I love medicine and, and, and the way uh, that people are healthier now. Well, I mean, in some ways. I mean, certainly uh, with surgical procedures and uh, there, there are medicines out there that, that uh, certainly help people. There's no doubt about it. I say we're healthier now than ever before. I mean, you know, that we do have this obesity um, uh, pandemic that uh, is, uh, that, that, that's an, another story altogether. But I'm not against medicine. I'm not against uh, going to the hospital. I'm not against these advancements that, that we've had on, on so many levels that, ha that are helpful, that are truly helpful. Uh, but but, but uh, on this when the the inventor himself is saying this isn't a good application that this is this isn't safe uh, that this isn't what it was intended for and, and then again uh, the relatively uh, mild uh threat that the virus presents to healthy younger people especially uh i just default back to to what i said healthy people don't need medicine and so um that's it for me I find that very interesting that we're literally um, telling everybody they're crazy when it comes to vaccines. And we say, hey, it's RNA manipulating. It might manipulate your DNA. It might be a serious problem. Everybody jettisons our arguments, says we're crazy, whacked out conspiracy theorists. They move ahead and they vaccinate over 200 million Americans in an experimental vaccine. And now they come back and say, we've got a pill that's similar in its capabilities. But don't get too crazy because, well, scientists worry it might alter human DNA. I find that very fascinating. And I also find it fascinating I that they're debating it and saying, hey, let's consider jettisoning our worries on this and just hope it doesn't go bad. And the FDA has already literally approved this thing, from what I understand, a narrow approval. Now they're not releasing it yet. They're, they're still talking to Merck about it. But I find this whole thing insane. We're going to finish talking about this with James Edwards in seconds. And then we've got to talk about Whoopi on your radio.
Daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. President Biden is traveling to Kentucky today to survey damage left by deadly tornadoes that struck the region Friday night into Saturday morning. He will be visiting Mayfield, Princeton, and Dawson Springs. Russian President Vladimir Putin and his Chinese counterpart Xi Jinping have held a video meeting as friction with the West persists. In their opening remarks, Putin and Xi hailed relations between Russia and China, with the Russian leader declaring them a proper example of interstate cooperation in the 21st century. End quote. She said that the Russian president strongly supported China's efforts to protect key national interests and firmly opposed attempts to drive a wedge between our countries. End quote. Two zebras that escaped from a Maryland farm four months ago have been returned to the property and been reunited with their herd. The zebras escaped in August and were humanely captured and returned to the 300-acre private farm in Upper Marlboro last week. USA Radio News. America is built and based on liberties and freedoms. Liberty HealthShare brings that to health care. The liberty of choosing your own doctor. The liberty of choosing your own hospital. Liberty HealthShare makes health care affordable to millions of Americans. Ignite your liberty. Sharing plans starting at $199 for a single, $399 for a couple, and no matter how big the family, only $529. That's $529 for the entire family. To learn how you can save, go to LightYourLiberty.com. That's LightYourLiberty.com. Just in time for Christmas, Mike Lindell has dropped the price of the standard classic MyPillow, regularly $69.98 to $19.98. Now, queen and king size slightly higher, but that price includes a free press and pack bag so you can take your MyPillow with you anywhere. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, use my promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175. Support Mike Lindell and American Jobs and give MyPillow for Christmas. Several U.S. states out west were getting some much-needed moisture overnight as heavy rain in Southern California caused some flooding and mudslides. Some evacuation orders were issued for a few hours in Orange County. More than a foot of snow accumulated in the mountain ranges of the central Great Basin and northern and central Rockies overnight. California is mandating masks once again. California will reinstate a statewide indoor mask mandate starting Wednesday for everyone, regardless of vaccination status. The state health department said it's to curb rising COVID-19 cases. In addition to mandatory masking, those attending large gatherings of 1,000 or more people who are not vaccinated will have to show proof of a negative COVID-19 test within one day of the event. In the USA Radio News Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis. New York City Mayor-elect Eric Adams has signed Nassau County Chief of Detectives Keishan Sewell as the first female police commissioner of the NYPD. USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, James Edwards on your radio. Hard-hitting talk at your fingertips. So literally, they mocked us when we said vaccines could um, change your DNA. They could create errors and, uh, you know, a problem. It's an experimental vaccine, so they don't really know, but they mocked us till the cows came home. Now, as Merck's COVID pill awaits approval, some scientists worry that it may alter. Think of that word. Alter your DNA. Yeah, we were crazy for even bringing that up back in the day, but it won't for sure for experimental vaccines, James, but it might for the pill. Got it? 
I got it, Sam. Uh, I've got it. And yeah, well, you know, I was actually saying <laughs> that a moment ago. Uh, what, what is your position on, I mean, just to put a fine point to it, uh, vaccines versus an oral drug? I mean, do you think that there's a difference? And what is it about? Is it the fact that the vaccines are mandated? I'm going to give you one answer. You ready? Yeah. Agency. Okay, All right, but I mean, no what difference. if the, uh, you should have the right to choose or not to choose the oral or the jab fun- form of whatever this is, right? Is, is it something about the, the actual process of getting an injection uh, that Well, to some people maybe, but not people. to me. I don't want any RNA or DNA changing anything in my body. But it, it, do you think if they mandated you take an oral drug that that would lessen people's psychological yes. reaction to Some it people, or aversion yes. to it? I know because to me it's agency's the issue. It's not that the vaccine's so evil you can never take it or I don't want anybody to take it. I want people to be free to take the oral or the vaccine however they choose. I don't want either because I don't want any potential RNA manipulating reality in my body, in my sperm, in my life because I don't know what the repercussions of that will be. And look, even if the repercussions are innocent now, later, as folks who are involved in uh, genetics and who are involved in uh, some of this stuff, uh, how do you know they won't have an evil intent over time with this technology, even if at first it was innocent? Okay, so I don't want any part of this, James, whether it's oral or vaccine. But I do believe that if they make it oral or, as you wisely point out, what if they make it a nose spray? And all you got to do is put it up, your, you know, hey, um, no problem. Will it decrease the opposition to it? Sadly, the answer, I'm sure, is a resounding yes, it will. And that's what they're going for, sir. And that's why they mocked us on the vaccine. But now they're debating it now because at some point they're going to have to confront this reality, right? And so they're getting the, the, the people used to it. But don't worry, you're not taking a jab. It's just this thing. Yeah. I yeah, I, I might, think uh, might, but we've already kind of, look, we've already kind of gone through the science and we know it's an acceptable risk, James. Yeah, I think there is something that's a psychological aversion that comes with the government mandating that you take a shot. Uh, as, that uh, where if they could put the same sort of uh, potent cocktail into a, a pill form, it, it would certainly weaken the resistance of a lot of people who are holding out. I, I wonder though, Sam, what is the? I don't want mean to put you on the spot here, but I have no idea because you don't see. Remember when this thing first started uh, in March of 2020? Uh, for months, it seemed you would every day the number of cases, the number of deaths, you know, and you can still find that, of course. But I'm wondering what percentage of the American population is not vaccinated still to this day. Well, you got to depend on how you define not vaccinated, James, because fully vaccinated, it's all different terms. But they claim 61 percent of Americans are vaccinated, which means 39 percent are not. Well, you know, that that number hasn't moved up very much since the summer then. I think it was near to that, uh, you know, six months ago. And then, of course, it ain't going to move up, as you wisely point out. The ones who have already got vaccinated, already done the deed. The ones who aren't, aren't going to do it, James. Your point is right on this. Well, and, and here's another thing, too, though. As you get these boosters, and we've seen this in European nations already, if you have not received the latest booster, the previous vaccination you have leaves you as 
in, in their eyes, as unvaccinated. So you could have taken one or two jabs in some of these countries, but if you haven't taken the latest booster, you are as unvaccinated in, in, in the eyes of what you'll be able to do in your freedoms in these places as someone like me or you who's never even stepped foot in a doctor's office for this thing. So I, I, I wonder if that will happen. In, in Obviously, I don't think it's going to happen nationwide in America because here we are now nearly two full years into this thing, and you, you're still yeah, hovering James. in the low 60 percentages. Uh, but in places Zealand like New York Prime and California, Minister. Yep. Told you. All right. Jacinda Ardern admits there's not going to be an end to this vaccination. Well, maybe not New Zealand, program. but in Tennessee, there, there might. No, there won't. No, there won't. She's telling you right now. Klaus Schwab <laughs> is telling you. Germany's telling you right now. Fauci is telling you right now. There's not going to be an end to this. And if you get too restless, Native, we'll just give you the cove that kills your grandma. And then you'll change your I, attitude, buddy. You got it? I know we're not through the winter yet, uh, but but I got to admit, I thought, in, 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 you know, even by the so-called, and I, I was praising science and, and people who do properly apply science for, for good. This is This is a wonderful thing. That, you, that there have been so many advancements and technologies that that benefit us, but and I completely the scientific, agree. By the way, the scientific community and these are gifts from God. I mean, this isn't something that man came up with. God gave man, to use your word, the agency to to discover these things. But the um, the scientific community is, of course, completely and entirely bankrupt. The medical community too. I always bring up the example where they were saying Trump campaign rallies while. Biden was in the basement. These Trump rallies were super spreader events, and he's killing people. But, of course, uh, then they, they said by their own uh, 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 vote of acclamation that uh, COVID could not be spread at BLM riots. And so the medical and the scientific communities are, are, of course, completely bankrupt, at least in terms of uh, the head table, like the Fauci level. Uh, that level is is completely sold out, and and you're never going to get any objective truth from them. It's just all going to be propaganda and whatever they're they're they're, they're pushing. Um, and so, yeah, the 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 sort of nations that embrace that mentality is not going to. I mean, they, they could it'll last as long as they want it to last, as long as it serves their purposes. Uh, but in 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 places like we've been talking about in rural America, it's it's already over. And if you get too if you get too um solution oriented around the COVID and put that behind us we'll just whip out climate change and shut see you down, and, James. And, and that was well that that's one thing and i i thought that when they hatched the omricon uh that this was going to be something that they were going to say was was certainly progressively worse than delta which it was worse than the like one before it but anyway yeah <laughs> but they 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 didn't do that even by their own admission they're saying this is a relatively mild strand if it is even a new a new variant uh, at all but i i gotta admit i i was thinking and we're by no means through the winter yet i mean we're, we're just now really getting into the uh to the uh the depths of winter uh but i expected more from them in winter because of course winter is normally a time when any illness whether it be the flu or whatever is a little more prevalent because you're not getting the the vitamin uh enrichment from the sun as as you would during the summer months so any any illness is going to be spread more readily and and and, and be a little more potent during the winter months for for obvious reasons so i was expecting a little more i was expecting a little more of a crackdown and yes you're seeing it in places like california but i'm talking about in in, in real places uh you're, you're just not seeing it uh, or at least i'm not seeing it. i don't know what's going on in utah nope, but out what here they'll it's do just... is they'll just play good cop bad cop this will feed you into the narrative that the media is telling you the truth then later when the when the worst one comes, then you better trust the media. They they told you when it was milder, James. They told you when they thought it was better, but now 
Yeah, that. Well, and of course, brother. We're only a day away. You're you're never more than a day away from the next shoe dropping and, and it being cover to cover, wall to wall uh, headlines about uh, the Zeta variant or whatever they're going to call the next one. Uh, but this is it. This is the big one. Uh, this is the one we've been worried about because of all you unvaccinated people. You wouldn't get you, you wouldn't get vaccinated every three months like we wanted you to, and now you've you've caused this. And that you know again because it hasn't happened yet doesn't mean it won't happen tomorrow. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, I'm just telling you this is psychotic. And they will use climate change if they must as their backup plan. If you can somehow manage to squeeze out of this coronavirus noose they've got us in. Uh, and if that doesn't work, they've always got war in their back pocket. That they can, you know, uh, they can crank up at any moment. We've been meddling in the affairs of foreign nations for so long. Uh, you know, Taiwan coming out saying, hey, we leaked in our own lab, the labs in China. Well, they're less stringent. We're a level three lab. They're only a level two, and they probably leaked this thing. Now China's going to get madder at Taiwan. And so just understand that we can put together a war in short order should we need to settle you radicals down. All right. Now, COVID has already killed one out of every 100 elderly Americans. What if the new virus attacks? What do you want to call us? We're not elderly, we're not kids. We're what, generation what? We're taking care of kids and parents, right? What are we called, James? The masses? Boy. Uh, you're not a boomer there. You're not a Gen <laughs> Z. You're a, you're a take care of everybody. Well, what, I, if it I, just, what if it targets everybody 25 to 54, buddy? The new one. The new virus that's coming. The new strain. And then this, was, this has been interesting, too, in, in that uh, the previous, uh, the original virus at least by their own admission uh, wasn't targeting kids and what is you know that kept kids relatively immune from it was you know is interesting but now of course the vaccine is ready to be rolled out for for kids and uh, you but get I, too yeah, crazy and we'll make sure the kids get it too there'll be a new strain it's <laughs> called the kid version there and then you'll get really panicked and freaked out hey man we're supposed to talk about Whoopi in seconds on your radio ladies and gentlemen what's her real name by the way do you know I don't. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. 
A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is, again, the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you've seen with the coronavirus, you just can't believe how strange our society has become, how morphed and how quickly the morphing begins and continues, ladies and gentlemen. But now we've got to talk about Whoopi Goldberg. I guess she's the view host. She now comes out as pro-life. Do you even know what her real name is, James? It's not Whoopi. Did you know that? I did not know that. Of course, during the commercial break, yeah. because you mentioned it, I did look it up. But I always thought that I had no reason yeah. to believe that was a stage name. Dude, you name your daughter after a sex act? Come on now. <laughs> wait wait okay. a minute. Now. I don't know if I... Yeah, they always say make Whoopi. That's how they did it in the 70s. They talked <laughs> about it, okay? And now, but uh, yeah, what whoopee, they say whoopee. is it's, 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 it's joyful merrymaking is Whoopi, too, just so you know. So, you know, Whoopi and yeah, Gay have Whoopi very cushion. unique terms, women's names and uh, make love act and happy, you know, running around good news. Her real name, ladies and gentlemen, is Karen Elaine Johnson, okay? But her stage name is Whoopi Goldberg. Anyway, she now comes out as pro-life, James. Do you want to respond to this? Uh, well, that's good. I'm surprised because she's about... Uh... She, she's so far to the left on everything else that she would make Comrade Stalin blush. So I'm uh, a little bit surprised to hear that, but uh, good for her. But I, there's got to exactly. be a catch. There's got to be a but. <laughs> I don't know that there's a but yet. Or yeah, I haven't seen one. She's come down as pro-life on The View. Why she's not getting attacked harder in the news is what really has me baffled. I say it's good news. Anybody that's pro-life and truly means it, I hope it's genuinely pro-life, and I hope she's genuine in her um, you know, delivery. Why she hasn't come out and spoken up sooner is a very serious question uh, indeed as well. Uh, but all I can say is we'll take what we can get. Anybody who wants to prevent the death of any child, uh, the better. That, that You would think that would be cause for dismissal from the view. I'm, I, I'm a little bit surprised. I, I figured there must be, it must be some sort of a stunt or some sort of a joke. But if she's sincere, good for her. And, and like you said, if it is sincere, uh, and we hope it to be, I'm surprised that she hasn't faced uh, some fallout over that uh, with her employer. But, uh, you know, there's some other celebrity news, too. Uh, I, I just saw this as I was scanning. Uh, when I brought up my browser to look up her real name, I saw this. Jim Bob Duggar, the patriarch of the Duggar family that we all know, uh, the 19 kids and counting and so on. Uh, he, uh, I did not know this, Sam. He ran for the Arkansas State Senate. And you would think, you know, a guy that's, and I, I believe it to be true. I mean, well, here's his campaign slogan. Jim Bob Duggar is a tested and unwavering conservative who puts Arkansas families, jobs, and constitutional liberties first. And I, I think you probably see that he's a Christian conservative. I, I believe that to be true. I know that they've had some family problems with some of their kids and some things. But I, I, I don't believe them to be anything other than what they present themselves to be. 
Um, and so you would think that that would be a good fit in rural Arkansas where they live, but he got trounced in this special election. It was a special election, an open seat for the Arkansas State Senate. Yeah, if you're for fake uh, liberty, th- if you're for the Republican you know, hack agenda, if you're a fake conservative, then, buddy, you're propelled to the top with plenty of cash and everything else. If you're a real conservative, you're going to get shut down, buddy. That's always the way it's been, James. Yeah, well, I guess that's true, but I would think in a, in a small race like this in a special election with them having this relative celebrity uh but no he um he lost to somebody whose name i've never even heard of before it was a four-way race he came in third believe it or not he spent thirty-seven thousand dollars of his own money and got 400 votes what's that turn out to vote per dollar that's not a pretty good that's not a very good ratio per vote <laughs> what a sad uh, tale to tell on that front. Anyway, Whoopi's pro-life. The cocoa continues. Um, so does Congress. Divided Senate votes to raise the federal debt ceiling by $2.5 trillion. James, they say it was primarily a partisan or party line vote. Uh, it was 50 to 49 in the Senate. Now Joe's going to go ahead and sign it. They're going to raise the debt ceiling by 2.5. Don't worry. It's past the elections of 2022, the mid Term elections, they all agreed to, you know, kick it down or kick the can down the road or whatever you want to say, punt or whatever. Um, this thing until after the 2022 elections uh, have no fear. Americans can breathe easy for Christmas, they say. And my response is, James, do you believe that America will be able to just increase their debt forever and there'll be no repercussions? Apparently. Apparently, that's what the government thinks because they've been doing it for a long time. And at some point, the bill uh, is going to come due. And that's not all they're raising, Sam. Uh, first of all, you've got this rampant inflation. This is uh, uh, the, the highest levels of inflation in, in a lifetime, in 40 years anyway. And or at least in the entirety of my lifetime. So we've got runaway rampant well, it's inflation. it's your working that, lifetime is the reality, right? Yes. Well, that's right. And then... Um, so you've got this, and this is, of course, causing their plummet in the polls to, to, to a, a great degree. Uh, you're going to raise the debt ceiling. They're also raising the interest rates again uh, come January. Those interest rates are going to go back up. And, uh, yeah, this is all looking bad for them. But, of course, the Republicans being the beneficiaries. And then you've got another thing going on, too. It hadn't really been talked about uh, as much, but it's never gone away, and that's the January 6th stuff. Uh, Or at least, rather, I should say, I haven't talked about it as much because we've been focusing on these other cases. And if you were wondering, if anybody out there was watching what happened in Charlottesville where you had this lawfare where uh, to to stifle the freedom of speech and assembly that uh, we as citizens are afforded by our Constitution, and we saw what happened in Charlottesville, how they came down with these civil lawsuits, if you were wondering how long after the victory that that the plaintiffs had over the rally-goers, the planners in Charlottesville, how long it would take for them to apply those same tactics to the January 6th organizers. I've got an answer for you. Three weeks. It took three weeks from the verdict coming in in Charlottesville before one of the same uh, very powerful law offices, one of the most powerful uh, law offices in this country, who had a hand in the Charlottesville case, uh, slapped the January 6th organizers with the very same civil suit, very same. And uh, that just happened, I think, last night, Sam. Uh, some of these organizers are getting served with that. So that's continuing. Uh, freedoms uh, are eroding. The ability to, to speak and assemble on the public square is eroding. you got rampant inflation. You're raising the debt ceiling. you got this corona. Uh, you've got uh, you know the, 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 the mandates and all the things we've been talking about for the last two hours. The interest rate's going to go up. Um, dividing lines... Uh, 
left, right, and center all over the place. I am telling you that this country is ripe to be fractured. And I don't just mean in the way that it's currently fractured and has been fractured for a long time. I mean this whole house of cards is very tenuously uh, uh, holding together. Yeah, and sadly, it might be a civil war. Sadly, it might be an inflationary reality that can taint the economy. Uh, when you team inflation with increasing the debt ceiling of $2.5 trillion, we're going to be well over $30 trillion in debt. And that's not even counting the unfunded liabilities and obligations that we have. If you accept that, it's well over $100 trillion. Some say closer to $200 trillion. At some point, this will become uh, simply not sustainable. And as all things are brought to the brink, Jim Jordan, uh, what is he, a congressman? He drops a truth bomb, they claim. The question when was Dr. Fauci elected to office? Great <laughs> question, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but again, they talk big. I appreciate Jim asking the question. It's kind of funny. Uh, it's a certainly the truth. It's a good question. But look, nobody's really pushing to get rid of Fauci except for Rand Paul and me and a few others. For the most part, Americans don't care. For the most part, Americans are like, hey, just leave my bread and circus and Christmas alone. And uh, you know what? Just quit bugging me. And unless inflation gets too bad, it's not really a big deal. And, uh, you know, let's just well, you know, for another day, James. No, nobody seems to care too much. And the only way people will start to care is if the bread and circus starts to go away. Then they'll start to get uh, a little bit, uh, what do you want to say, irritated under the collar, you might say? Well, this is, this is another good question. So, I mean, obviously, Fauci is a quasi-government official, uh, a government figure. Uh, who, who controls his position uh, somebody's got to be able to give him the, the 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 hook no there's no authority over him whatsoever it's kind of like the irs uh, they don't answer to anybody it's kind of like the federal reserve they don't answer to anybody it's kind of like the fda they don't answer to anybody it's all these organizations congress supposedly created them all without authority in most cases because they're unconstitutional as all get out but there's no accountability in fact the congressman thinks he's uppity and wants to rein in one of these people and hey they just wind up wind up dead or wind up, you know, in jail or whatever else. Many congressmen have tried to take on the IRS, and that fate's been the reality. So these people don't have any accountability at all, James. Well, but this whole thing that I'm telling you, though, for all for all of his dreams of this tyrannical police state, I went to a concert that was packed a couple of nights ago. Not one person wearing a mask. No vaccine requirements. No mask requirements. Uh, I mean, so it's it's over where it wants to where where people will it to be over. I mean, they, they can make these dictates and proclamations on, on, on the, the controlled press all they want. But in areas of this country and the world where the people want it to be over, it's over. And, you know, so that's that's the way I'm going to continue to live my life. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. I mean, it's not if over for enough, them. If there was enough people, if we had greater numbers, uh, James, we would win. And this wouldn't be a debate at all. The fact that we have very scant few that are willing to be with us uh, tells the tale. And Duggar's run for office proves my point. You know, you might in a county have 30,000 people and you've got, you know, 50 that'll turn out against something. Okay. But, and you we know, and, have and the numbers. People don't care. They're simply titillated with bread and circus, or if they like violence, it's blood and circus these days. And until that starts to go away, you're not going to see a change. We're just going to go into this tyranny. Hum de dum. Interestingly, Sam, uh, Duggar's platform, this is Arkansas State Senate, okay? So it's not U.S. Senate, but uh, his platform was basically two main planks, and that was pro life and. Um, pro-choice with regards to the vaccine mandate so in other words he was pro-life and anti-vaccine mandate that that's what he ran on uh that seems pretty good uh, platform to me and the 400 votes out of uh you know it wasn't a big race the person who won only got 1300 votes uh, so this is uh, a republican primary for the arkansas state senate 
and uh, the Democrats don't even run anybody out there, you know. So it's you know, whoever wins the primary gets the gets the ticket. So you know, fourteen hundred votes, and he'd have been in the Arkansas State Senate for whatever good that that could do on a, on a pretty good platform. But um, even with his uh, celebrity and, and and relatively deep pockets, could well. But then you got to ask what his opponents stood for too. Are they just part of the swamp? I don't know. I mean, it's, you know, a local race. I couldn't tell you. I didn't even know he was running until I saw the results just when I was looking up Whoopi Goldberg's name. <laughs> yeah, so I got a question. You can change your gender. You can't change your race, though. That would be racist. But you can change your name to weird names like that. Just go by Whoopi. If you change your name, <laughs> can you get out of vaccine requirements, James? Oh, that's a good question. We might need to try that. Yeah, you can just change the your name bad to the is- name. Then you'd be able to go on airplane if, uh, without any documentation or anything. Maybe the left will split from the rest of us. You know, we always think it's going to be the conservatives and the constitutionalists and those who love liberty and God that are going to secede. Maybe they'll leave us this time. Maybe it would kind of be uh, where are they going to go? Reversal. <laughs> they can just do their That's own the thing. Problem. They can have mandates you know, the all day and abortions. Could, in the old days, you could go west, young man, or you could do all these different things. Nowadays, where are you going to go, buddy? Well, they Even could just America's be. Look, got they a could lot just, of problems. There's no freer place to go. They can just take California, okay, and they can have abortions all day and ma- the vaccine parties all day and the mandates all They're day. Already and they doing can just... it. <laughs> They're already in. That's true. You got whacked That's... out Newsom. <laughs> Do you know that Newsom's ex-wife is the one dating Donald Trump Jr. now? I did. Yes, that's right. The the, the Fox News uh, reporter at yeah. yeah she was with Newsom. Strange... That's, that, that's unbelievable. I don't know if I I don't know if I dare say strange bedfellows, but I'm just saying. <laughs> Touche. What's her name? Kim. Kim uh, Goulfoy, or however you pronounce. You need to get Don back on uh, Liberty yeah. Roundtable and ask him about uh, it. Anyway, <laughs> I just want to ask Don about Kim. Say, man, you're you're dating <clears throat> Newsom's woman. Uh, uh, um. How does that all? Is she conservative? <laughs> yeah, I just kind of want. I guess she's very a, strange stuff. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're just flat out of time. Hopefully, it was entertaining and educational. God save the republic. <laughs>